You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. I hope you guys listened to last week's episode because that was the episode where I got the chance to explain... And give some more details about the proposal that happened on the Nepali coast in Hawaii. Um, we have a very special episode for you today because not only are we recording live from the Galapagos Islands, very close to where Charles Darwin conducted much of his research, but we have an incredibly special guest co-host with us this week. The podcast host herself, new podcast True Crime Reality, right? True Crime Reality podcast with iHeartRadio. Kaylin Miller-Keys is joining us this week. Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, thank you for letting us have you again. I feel like last week was the um, alternative fact version of the engagement. And this week, we're actually getting the truth of what happened (laughs) when Dean got down on one knee after Uh, he dragged... Kalen through an 11 mile hike near death experience just to get a ring on her finger and not even the ring he initially bought her, but one that he gave her after he lost the actual ring. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good recap and exactly yeah, how I felt. I tried. So Kalen, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to let you guys pretty much like, t- I have some questions. Amy, our producer has some questions, but I want to hear from you guys first. So Dean, why don't you ask Kalen your questions? of, uh, you know, how it felt for her when this whole journey began. Was I supposed to have questions prepared no, for No, you guys are just talking. I feel like it's better if you just talk rather than me insert my questions. So, like, start from the beginning. Kaylin, did you have any idea that he was going to propose to you this weekend? Well, I, yeah, I do want to say, so you guys have already heard my story, so I'm just going to hand the microphone over to her and let her just go and go. 
That's good. That's a rare thing. <laughs> um, I originally thought he was going to propose in Hawaii because we were talking about when we were both proposing and he was like, well, my dates aren't flexible. And I was like, oh, it's got to be Hawaii. But then he lost the ring and I was like, I guess he's not proposing. So that really threw me for a loop. And all my friends thought he was doing that to throw me off. Uh, but he didn't. He actually lost the ring. Uh, but he did propose with a beautiful ring that I have on my finger now that he won't let me show anyone. <laughs> but uh, all that to say, I did not know he was proposing. He definitely threw me off. I thought you just said you did know that I was. Oh, because I, I lost Because the you ring. lost the ring. Then I thought you weren't proposing. I, I got to say something. Let me interject. I think she is being very nice by saying that she had no idea that it was coming. Because I secretly think she had every like understanding that it was coming. She got her nails done the day before we left. Okay. I get my nails done every two weeks. I never don't have my nails done. And I got them painted dirt color. It, I specifically got them painted the color of dirt because whenever I get my nails done and they're, we're camping, I get dirt in them. Why would I paint my nails dirt colored if I knew I was getting engaged? Why would you paint your nails dirt colored at any moment in time? I like the color that you have, actually, by the way. Um, oh, what's going on here? Uh, there was something else that you did that made me suspicious of your knowledge. I can't remember what it is, though. Uh... Um, I'm not going to be able to remember well, we'll it, but there was something else that you did, and I was like, hmm, that's a little fishy. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember what it is. All right, anyway, so then back to Kaylin here. So we got to Hawaii. We camped one night in Hawaii on a public beach, and Kaylin hated it. She didn't feel safe, but at the end of the day, we were safe, right? Yes, we were safe. But when you're camping, there's usually so many other people camping around you. And I think a big mistake Dean and I made, um, at least for myself, we listened to this uh, Crime Junkies podcast that was specifically about murders happening while people are camping in national parks, which gave me anxiety. Uh, and it still sticks with me. So at least like when you're camping, there are other campers around. If something's going to happen, like could happen to someone else. But we were the only campers, the only people in tents on this beach. So then I was like, if something happens, like we're the only target here. That, and that's what I thought about that all would night. Be like, As cars are driving up and doing <clears throat> sketchy things at 2 a.m. That would be like watching Jaws as you are walking into the ocean. Exactly. <laughs> here, here's what I got to say about Kalen's logic based off the fact that there were no campers around us. If you're driving your car down the freeway, are you more likely to get into an accident if there's a bunch of other cars around or if you're the only car on the freeway? That doesn't make sense. I'm just saying the possibility for friction is a lot higher when there's a lot of people around. Like if there's no one around us, I see where you're coming from. And I'm not trying to like diminish your feelings in that sense. And it was a little sketchy because we there was no marked campsites. I never camped on the beach in Hawaii before, so I didn't really know what I was doing. Um but anyways, all this to say is that the proposal trip got off to a bit of a rocky start because ho hotels in Kauai are expensive. And we were going to start the hike early the next day. And we got in late that night. And so I was like, well, why don't I just book this campsite for us for $3? And then I'll get us a nice hotel on the backside of the trip after the proposal's already happened. So Also, um, I think the mistake I make in camping or hiking 
um, for this, I started to Google the campsite and people were saying that it was dangerous and that they didn't feel safe there. So then that added to my not feeling safe. And also in that regard for the hike, I did no prior research. And I told Dean from now on for the rest of our lives, I will not blindly agree to any hike. I'm going to research it because I started to research a week before we left. And it's one of the most dangerous hikes in America. I had no idea. And I probably wouldn't have agreed if I agreed if I knew that. So I think my downfall is Google in any of these situations with Dean. Or it's your right. Just because upfall. it's the most dangerous. Because, yeah. <laughs> y- you know, I don't think you researching a very dangerous, one of the most dangerous hikes in the world would be considered your downfall. I would consider that your upfall. <laughs> Just because it's the most dangerous hike in America doesn't make it dangerous, though. What? You know what I mean? It's still a, at the end of the day, it's still a hike. And a hike just requires you to put one foot in front of the other until you end up at the campsite. I'm not saying it was easy, but I'm saying like just because it's the most of something doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing, you know? That makes sense. That was pretty eloquent, I, I would say. Um, and in fact, okay, I'll hand it back to Kaylin. So do you want to talk about the hike a little bit? Yeah, so the hike began, and also the day before we left, we flew to Bozeman to see Dean's brother and pick up some camera equipment. And Dean's brother told me, like, it's pretty sketchy, it's pretty scary, and and his brother is so good at hiking, rock climbing, like, he's pretty fearless in my eyes. So for him to say it's a little scary, for him to say it's really difficult, or a little difficult, but a little difficult for him is, like, super difficult for me. And another thing he said was one mile feels a lot longer than one mile. And I'm really glad he said that because that helped me through the hike because it's true. One mile we started and I was like, we had to have gone like five miles. We had gone maybe one and a half miles, maybe two. And that's how the whole hike felt. It was so long. It was so difficult. (laughs) It was like one of the worst hikes I've ever done in my life. Um, So I was like in my head, I was telling myself we should get to the end campsite, which is 11 miles. But I knew that we had a backup, which was six miles in. And once we were only two miles in, I was like, there's no chance that I could possibly make it 11 miles when these miles just feel so long and mismarked. Um, so thankfully, we camped at the six-mile campsite, and that was nice. We met a friend there who lives there. and met a friend. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Rich. Don? Rich? Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was nice. We ate mashed potatoes. Dean... I don't mind uh, dehydrated meals, but Dean didn't want to do that. And I don't know if that was part of, like, the romance aspect. It was. I was trying to make us eat good, healthy, real meals. And he did a really good job. Like, the meals were great. We weren't eating um, dehydrated or freeze-dried pad thai. It was was really good. It was good. Granted, those meals are delicious, but they just mess with your stomach so much. We hiked in vegetables. I cut up onions, potatoes, carrots, pepper. Vegan sausage. Sausage. And, oh, gosh, I'm just so great, aren't I? I'm so great. Do you have any more questions? Um, well, it's funny that you say all these things. And I'm not saying they're not true. But I do want to point out that every time I go on a big hike or a big adventure, Kaylin is like, are you excited? And I always say, no, I'm not excited. I'm going to be miserable for the next however many days. I'm going to be hiking and I'm going to be exhausted and it's going to suck, blah, blah, blah. And that's exactly what I told her when we were hiking in Nepal. As we were starting, she was like, are you excited? And I was like, no, this is going to suck. And she agreed. It sucked. But what? the only reason that it's fun to do these things and, um, and what Kaylin can attest to 
is after the fact, we look back at it with such fond memories of the experience. It's hard to look back on the experience, engagement aside. If we didn't get engaged on the trip, we would still look back and be like, wow, that was an awesome trip. Do you disagree? No. You agree? I agree. See, she agrees. And that's that's the case with all of that stuff. So although it was kind of miserable in the moment, looking back, proposal or not, it was still a very magical experience. I do agree with what you're saying. But also, Dean, is a is it type one or type two fun? Mm. Dean's a type two fun guy where he doesn't enjoy it in the moment, but he enjoys it after in the story that he gets to tell. I'm a type one fun person. I like to have fun in the moment and enjoy every aspect of the fun I'm having. Um, so for him, it's it's more fun. It was fun for me, but more enjoyable for him. The only reason it's more enjoyable for someone like me, and like this, the only reason something like this is more enjoyable for someone like me is because I've done it more often and I'm more capable of doing it. So it's like I suffer less during it and I still get to feel as much joy after the fact. Like... You, you did a great job. I want to give Kaylin all the credit in the world because that was a hard hike. 22 miles on the Nepali coast is very challenging. And Kaylin was an absolute beast. We got to the beach and I proposed. And then the next day we were trying to navigate how Kaylin was going to get off the beach. And we could have gotten an emergency helicopter. It would have cost us $1,000. And then Kaylin would have had to go to the hospital with an injury, quote unquote. And she was like, no, I don't want to do that. It's embarrassing. And I was like, okay, well, then the only other option is for you to hike out. And she was so anti-hiking out. But then the second we started hiking out, she was faster, stronger, braver than I've ever seen her in my entire life. And she crushed the hike out in spades. And it was very impressive. You're welcome. And do you, would you agree? Like it's, so we did have a supai hike, which is 10 miles in, 10 miles out. And on that hike, it's a lot more easy to get a helicopter out. So Kaylin flew out of that one. And... I think that one is a little different because you actually were like in more pain on that one. But if you don't have an option of like just getting a free ride out, you were very capable and you crushed the hike out. It was very impressive. You're welcome. Sorry. You know, as Dean can attest to, sometimes as guys, we just have horrible thoughts, you know, like just like things that enter our brain. And I have moments where I'm like, I can't believe I thought that. How horrible of a human I am. And I got to be honest, when hearing this story, there's something in my head that goes, I think Dean went on this trip to die because (laughs) here's well, I'm (laughs) because so Dean has always said he never wanted to propose. Obviously, I'm joking. Let me preface that before we get hate. He wanted to propose. But like in the back of my head, I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that Dean has always said he's never wanted to propose. Never. So here he is in a moment where he has to propose. He doesn't want to. So, I mean, he wants to, obviously. But now I'm just, like, creating this story in my head. Then he goes on this. He picks the most dangerous hike, hoping that you guys just fall off like Romeo and Juliet and die together before he has to propose. He creates all these wonderful meals. One could say maybe it was his last meals, and he wanted to make sure that they were as delicious as possible. He picks the worst hike mm-hmm. possible and then finally gets to this extraordinary beach and was like, all right, well, we survived. So now I have to propose. <laughs> right. It's like passing through the gauntlet. Once you get to the other side of the gauntlet, you know that whatever you had planned to do at the end has to happen now because you've uh, you've completed all of the trials in front of you. And now here you are. 
it is funny too. I think I talked about this on last week's episode. How we we talked about last week on the episode. <laughs> I think about how Kaylin and I wanted to propose to each other, and she's now owes me a proposal. Thank you very much. I'm waiting, and how I was thinking about if I should give her the proposal that she would deem as her perfect proposal, or should I do it this way, which is kind of more my thing. You know, like instead of going to the Italian countryside and proposing out there, which sounds pretty lovely, don't get me wrong, I was kind of doing it my, my own way. And so now I'm excited to see how she does it because I imagine she's going to do it her own way. Well, that's the thing. I had it planned, like, perfectly for him originally. And now my plans are shifting because I'm like, if his was all about him and what he likes, I oh, think... Oh, all about me? <laughs> yeah, my, your proposal to you was all about me. No, no, no. All the things that you enjoy, I was like, well, maybe I should do a proposal of the things that I enjoy. But so I'm not, not sure. I did enjoy it. You and did. you'll still enjoy a proposal for you. Absolutely, I will. But it maybe won't be as adventurous as I was originally thinking it would be. Can I hear what your original was? No. Please? It could still happen. I just want to hear it. No. But if you say it out loud, then you can maybe then you can hundred percent put it to bed and you can do the other idea that you have. I can tell you the one that I was the first thought in my mind, um, before I realized it would have been like fourteen thousand dollars. I was gonna propose to you on a zero gravity flight. Oh, that'd be sick. I know, but it's fourteen thousand dollars, so and it, the price keeps going up. It goes up $1,000 every year. So that's not happening. I thought it was like $30,000 for that. It's like, or maybe it's now sixteen. I think it's eight per person. Oh, really? That's actually not as bad as I thought. Because I know Nick did that on his season of The Bachelor with Vanessa. And I was talking to one of the executive producers of The Bachelor. I can't remember when. And I was like, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I was like angry. But I was like, you guys took Nick on the zero gravity flight? Like, what do I have to do to get on that flight next time? I want to go on that date. I don't care who it's with. I don't care when it happens. I want to be on a zero-gravity airplane. Um, so that would have been a nice proposal. But since we started dating, you have talked about that. It's three and a half years. And so I thought that would be the perfect proposal for you. But unfortunately, I don't have that kind of money. It's just it's pretty cool to think about. You would literally be one of maybe like a thousand. Well, they probably do have a lot nowadays. One of a few thousand people in the history of human existence to experience zero-gravity. That's pretty sweet. That's worth the price tag, in my opinion. I accept. I'll marry you. Let's go on a zero-gravity flight. <laughs> Kaylin, did you, when did you finally start believing that Dean would propose to you? I can't imagine when you first started dating Dean that he, mm. you thought going to the relationship that this could potentially end in marriage because of everything that Dean was doing at the time of his life, living in a van, didn't know if he wanted to get married, kind of settled down. So when did you finally realize, I think he is down for proposing to me and getting married? I don't know what the moment was, but I do agree. I think we both went into this relationship not expecting it to last long. Um, like, nevertheless, end in marriage. But I think we just had so many conversations and, like, talked about, I don't know if it was, like, year one or year two, and we were like, okay, this is, we're, like, into this relationship. I don't know if you know when it was. Do you? <laughs> but I think we just had so many conversations that eventually we were like, oh, we could do this. I, but I don't know like what moment it was. I think it was just early on. I put the ring on. We got a cell phone plan together. We joined our bank accounts together. We got a dog together. We bought a house together. Yeah. 
that's true. We did all the steps that married people do. So I think we already felt married. And then we had a lot of conversations on like, should we, should we not? And Dean didn't want to. And then warmed up to the idea for me. It's just like I had already made the decision that I was going to spend my life with you. So it's like, fine, if you want to get married, let's just get married. Yeah, but then people turn that into a headline. Fine, let's get married. You're excited to get married. I'm excited to spend the rest of my life with you. Okay. Marriage doesn't excite me as much as that. That's right, that's right. Yeah. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, and when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. So I know we also have some questions from our producer, Amy, uh, that I wanted to invite on here. She pre-recorded them. So let's hear our first question from our producer, Amy Sugarman, who without this podcast would not be possible. So thank you, Amy. She has some questions for you guys. Amy, what's your first question? <laughs> if Kaylin wants all your passwords and passcodes, will you be okay with that? Sounds like this question is directed to me. Uh, Kaylin already has all my passcodes to everything. And I have hers to everything as well. And the passcodes are... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to share the passcodes. But yeah, it's pretty... We have each have like three 
variations of the same passcode. I probably shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> <laughs> and we've been hacked. But we know we know each other's passwords to everything, so no and, problem. And that kind of started early on too, maybe like year one in our relationship. We've always just had trust, which has been nice, and like transparency. Yeah, that's true. I think it happened day one for me. I didn't really give a crap. My well, thing- we started sharing our location our first like two weeks into dating. Right. Well, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just, I guess I'm just saying I've never I've never had anything to hide, and neither have you. So it was very early on that we just did that, which is nice. Dean, once you have children, if Kaylin decides she doesn't want you jumping out of airplanes and doing dangerous things. Are you willing to stop for the sake of the family? Hmm. I guess this one is directed to me again as well. Um, would I stop for the sake of family? Oh, crap. Sorry, we're having some audio issues here. I'm just going to put this down. Um, would I stop for the sake of family? Hell no. I'm going to do whatever I want, whenever I want, and no one's going to stop me. Um. I don't know. I'm just going to answer and not for you, but but Dean's brother now has a child and Dean and him went on a hike and Dean chose the option to do like the more dangerous version of the hike. And Brad, his brother, because now he's a dad, opted for the safer version of the hike. And I I can see Dean maybe being similar, like he's still going to do the things that he loves. But if given the option between like easy versus uh, death defying, maybe he'll choose the easier part. For the record, I don't think that Brad chose the easier route because he's a father. I think he chose that route because he's lazy and he was scared of the more challenging route. Which me, being the non-lazy, fearless person that I am. And I didn't really know what I was doing until I was already halfway through it. And at that point, it was too late to turn around anyways. But I see what you're saying. It's possible. I don't think skydiving really is all that dangerous. Yes, you can die skydiving. But you can die doing a plethora of other things. Um, The things I do... (laughs) while exhilarating, I don't think are tip are particularly very dangerous. I was going to say, I don't think skydiving is necessarily something you need to give up if you're a dad, but maybe like free soloing. I also haven't jumped out of an airplane in a year, so I kind of have already given up skydiving. <laughs> My main skydiving friend moved to Miami, and now I have no friends to skydive with. Although John Hershey, uh, I think is his last name, Katie's ex-boyfriend, is a skydiver. And we've never met in person, but we flirt all the time on Instagram. <laughs> And I want him to be my new skydiving buddy, so we'll see about that. Um, I've never free soloed anything, except for, I guess, in Montana that one time when I almost died. But to to summarize this whole conversation, uh, it might not ever matter because we might not ever have kids. If we do have kids, I would probably ease up a little bit, sure. But that's just because I'll be old and lit and lazy. Yeah, I think that, uh, right, Dean, ahead. you'll definitely ease up. And I also think you guys will definitely have kids. Because for the past however many years I've known this guy, oh, I'm not going to get engaged. I'm not going to ever buy a house. I'm not going to settle down. I'm not going to get married. And here he is. Now, now the thing is we're not sure if we're going to have kids. I, I, I don't, I, you guys are having kids. But I do think that... <laughs> You will tame it down because when you have a kid, and I can speak from experience, you start thinking about death a lot more, even because you think mm. it's not about you dying anymore. It's about your child being without their parent. And that's what I think about a lot because I'm like, it's not so much me dying. It's like, hmm. holy shit, if I die, this thing that I love so much 
won't grow up without one of his parents. And I'm like, holy shit, that's more heavy. So that's when I think about, and I'm sure you guys will think about as well, like literally right before you jump out of the plane, Dean, you're like, here we go. And then you're like, oh shit. Oh no, they could. All right. Never mind, guys. You guys go. I'm going to wait till the plane lands. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say one of the biggest roadblocks for me ever wanting to have kids has always been just financial stability. So uh, one of these days, maybe when Help I Suck at Dating podcast turns into like a spinoff reality TV show, we sign on to like a three-year movie deal and the finances just become a little bit more solid, then the child could be a lot more realistic. Um, I know Kaylin is back and forth on having kids too. We definitely are open to the idea of adopting a kid. I used to be like in a big brother program where I, at once a month, once a week, I can't remember how often it was, would hang out with this young boy, AJ. And even that seemed like a lot of work. Once a week to hang out with a guy. And he was like a 12-year-old kid. And I was like trying okay, to... Music. You were also in your 20s partying and living like a selfish lifestyle, as you should in that stage of your life. Yeah. Well, that's but. another thing, too, is I love living a selfish lifestyle. I love to be able to just travel to Pakistan for <sighs> yeah, a month. Yeah, it's nice. Go to Antarctica for a month if I want to. What's baby... What's baby Hunter going to do? Am I going to take Hunter with me? I could take Hunter with me, actually. That'd be Wait, pretty you cool. Baby, baby first Hunter? baby to ever visit Antarctica. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's going to be the boy's name if we have a boy. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yes, Hunter Scott Bell. Well, that's amazing. If I love that name, Hunter. And if you guys are serious about that, that's so cool that you guys already have. Yeah, this guy. I don't know if we're going to have kids, but if we do, his name's going to be Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, in fairness, I've had that name picked out since I was like 12. So, and then if we have a girl, it'd be Debbie. Kaylin picks a middle name, Bell. And if we have a third child, then Kaylin can start. Yeah. Them. <laughs> we didn't agree on Scott as a middle name. Oh, I thought it would be Scott. After uh, Michael Scott? Look at the bird. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Michael Scott. No, I've had those names picked out ever since I was a wee little lad. And I don't think you've ever had uh, names picked out. So just because of that timeline alone, my, my names take precedence. Okay, but I know people are going to come after you for that. So I think you should explain the importance of the names. Oh, I don't care if people come after me. I just, and I'll explain the names if and when we get to that point okay. in life. Okay. <laughs> but those are the names. Hunter Scott Bell and Debbie Kalen Picks, middle name Bell. And it's tricky because Debbie is an older name. And so it's hard to imagine like a young girl, a young seven-year-old girl being called Deborah. Well, not Deborah, but I have a friend named Debbie and she's very cool Debbie. So that's kind of like opened her eyes to cool Debbies. Right. As long as she's a cool Debbie, she'll (laughs) be fine. But yeah, that's where we're at now. Kaylin, if there was one thing, one behavior that Dean could change before your wedding day, what is it? Hmm. Um, <laughs> so many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> you can only pick one. Um, okay. And we've had this conversation many times. I like to be very punctual. My mom was always late when I was growing up, so I really try to be uh. on time to things or early. Dean doesn't have that same sense of urgency. So if he could just be on time to our wedding, that would be ideal. Sure, easy enough. I can I share my retort last time you shared no, this? No, no. Okay, I won't. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so there you go, punctuality. I'll work on it for you, babe. 
<laughs> I really want Russell Wilson to officiate your wedding. And so when everybody sits down, he's like, Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. That's funny that you mentioned that because the guy that I want to officiate it is literally Russell Wilson's twin. He gets stopped all the time. People ask him if he's Russell Wilson. Oh my God, then he has to do it. Broncos country, let's ride. I can't believe he's still fucking. <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe he still does that. Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, oh, I don't want groomsmen at my wedding. I don't want... Well, it's kind of up to you. It'd be weird if you had bridesmaids and I had no groomsmen. Uh, but uh, I will have zero groomsmen. I hate the thought of having to have like six friends that I'm like, you friends are better friends than everyone else in the crowd. And then the people in the crowd that aren't up on the groomsmen part, uh, like, oh, like, why am I not a groomsman? It just seems like unnecessarily stressful to me. So no groomsmen. Um, I just want one of my really good friends to officiate and then everyone else is just in their seats. Yes. And I want us to all sit on hay bales. Not going to happen. <laughs> And I want us to have hay hooks that you drag the hay bales into the house after the ceremony for the reception that you then use as a seat in the reception as well. But that's a workshopped idea. We can figure something out about that later. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, and when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hi, it's Bethany Frankel. My time on The Real Housewives of New York is a few years behind me, and now I'm ready to put the real back into The Real Housewives. That's where my new podcast, Rewives, comes in. This isn't your typical rewatch podcast. I'm watching only the most iconic episodes from all cities. I'm sharing never-before-heard stories of what happened behind the scenes. And I'm not just pulling in cast members for post-game analysis. I'm doing something a little more interesting. If you've ever seen an episode of The Real Housewives, you know the drill. But beyond throwing drinks and legs, there are lessons about marriage, divorce, friendship, money, parenting, and fame. If you have the right minds, analyze and dig deeper. So I'm bringing on unexpected thought leaders and celebrities to give their take on the chaos. This season, I sit down with Elizabeth Moss, Kevin Nealon, Susie Orman, Griffin Johnson, and more. You'd think that there isn't much to learn from flipping tables and yanking wigs, but that's where you're wrong. Listen to Rewives with Bethany Frankel on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Do we have another question from Amy? Who makes most of the decisions with the remote control? Kaylin. Biggest pet peeve about Dean? Um, Careful. <laughs> he likes to pick his nose hairs out to make himself sneeze. Nice. <laughs> I don't love that in public. <laughs> Sneezing is so underrated. It's one of the most enjoyable bodily urges. Dude, Ashley gets so mad at me when I sneeze because I let it go. I'm not holding anything back because she tries to hold in her sneezes like a psycho. And she's like, and I'm like, I and I I wind up (laughs) like it's like a whole it's like a, you know, really, I guess the neck snaps back and I'm let because it feels so goddamn good. I cover I cover with the elbow. (laughs) It feels great. I love it. Most annoying habit Kaylin has. Oh, uh, <laughs> do I know this or, uh, her habit that she has. Well, I have decided just recently that Kaylin, in my opinion, is a hypochondriac. I, I wouldn't so if, don't know <laughs> if that's necessarily a habit, but you do have a habit of scaring yourself out of things. But I think it's more of like, what's like a physical habit that you do? Um... Well, I just wanted to get that out there. I wanted to put that out into the ether. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you, you don't really have any weird habits. You, and you're, the habits that I don't like about you are telling me not to do the habits that you don't like of, of mine. Like I was like humming yesterday and Kaylin was like, don't hum. And I, was, I didn't say that. Basically. And so your habits of telling me not to do things. That's not that bad, though. One word to describe Dean. One word to describe Kaylin. You go first. You go first. <laughs> a one word to describe Kaylin. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> so, so you really feel. Perfect. She's my perfect little angel. Oh, that's nice. But that's three words. Perfect little angel. So just perfect. I say unique. You're unlike anyone I've ever met. What? You are, and you like that about yourself. <laughs> True. <laughs> Kaylin, does Dean remember to put the toilet seat down? 
No. Wait. That is a load of... He actually doesn't really lift it all the time. I... To pee. I, I am red with fury right now. I go out of my way all the time to lift and replace the toilet seat. And I, I'm go- now you're telling me that's going unnoticed? You're telling me you don't recognize all this hard work that I do for you? I thought you peed with the seat down. Sometimes you do. Because the toilet seat's always down when you go there to use it doesn't mean I pee with the toilet seat down. That just means I'm very good at replacing the toilet seat. Yes, the answer is yes. I'm, I'm blown away right now. I'm going to start peeing all over the seat. I have a question. But you do sometimes. That's why I think you don't lift all the time. Yeah. Is it really that bad to pee with the toilet seat down? Just if you miss. Well, here's here's the thing. I I, I don't lift the toilet seat. I've never lifted the toilet, toilet seat. I got to be honest. I was never taught to lift the toilet seat. So when I, in my older years, found out that that <laughs> was a thing, because obviously, you know, the toilet seat's up and down. But I was like, oh... Oh, you lift it for guys when they pee and you put it down for girls. Because I remember, this is how I found out. This is honestly how I found out. This is so pathetic. I was watching uh, What Happens in Vegas with Ashton Kutcher and Cameron Diaz. And there is a scene in there where he takes the toilet seat off and she goes to pee in the middle of the night and she falls in because the toilet seat's not there. And then I was thinking about the toilet seat and the purpose of it, because I'm like, oh, obviously they sit there. But then I was like, oh, the, to- the to- you never put the toilet seat down. Because all my life, I assumed that putting the toilet seat down was putting, like, the lid down. Not the seat, the lid. And that, like, guys didn't do mm. that. And I was like, but then so many people, I go to their houses and the toilet lid's up. What I thought what the toilet seat was. And then I was like, well, I don't get it. Like, they always say that guys don't put the toilet seat down. But, like, any <laughs> restroom I go to, it's always up. But then I realized, oh, wait a minute. That's like the lid, and then the seat is the actual seat. And all my life, I've been peeing with the seat down. Assume, but mm. I, as a guy, like, how bad is your aim? Right. You've got you've got really good practice on a small target, which is pretty impressive. There's this uh, this TikTok video of some guy talking on a podcast about this exact scenario. Very good. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's a guy, and I, who I assume was his girlfriend, talking, and he's saying, "Why would I lift the toilet seat up to pee?" just to put it back down after I'm done. That's two actions per urinary event. And then when the girl goes pee, it's zero because she doesn't have to put pick up or put down. And what he was trying to say was he should pick the toilet seat up, do his business, and then leave because that's one action per urinary event. And then when the girl comes in to use the bathroom, she would lower it. That's one action per urinary event. It's just an equal division of labor, essentially, is what he's trying to say. And it makes a lot of sense. And I'm now the now that you're telling me that you don't notice how hard I work to keep the toilet seat down for you, it's game over. No, I, no, no, no. I really I, appreciate it. Please don't change. Also, I got to say this too. Underrated uh, for a guy is just to sit down to pee. I I enjoy, I love sitting down to pee. Probably like half the time I'll go just sit down, take a load off. A thousand percent. Because now it's just <laughs> when I need some alone time. I'm like, all right, I'm, and I don't have to go number two. I'm like, I'm just going to go pee. I'll sit there and just be on there for five minutes and just <sighs> just breathe a little bit, maybe scroll through TikTok, <laughs> have a nice little time by myself. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Oh, Dean blew my mind one time years ago when we used to record this podcast in the iHeartRadio uh, building. We went to the bathroom, and... We were in the urinals next to each other, and Dean said said something that literally blew my mind. And he goes, you know what doesn't make sense to me? 
He said, our hands are so dirty, we have to wash them, obviously. But before we wash them, we touch our genitals. Like, we touch, like, that part. Why would we not wash our hands prior to using the bathroom? And then I was like, that makes total sense to me. Because our hands are so dirty from touching doorknobs or shaking hands. They get so much bacteria on them. And then we go to the bathroom, and before washing our hands, we will literally, you know, we have to do that we gotta get it out Ooh. so like you touch it and then like you're touching it and then you're moving the bacteria from your hands to like a sensitive part of the body and i was like that makes sense to me yeah yeah they should we should pre-wash and there should maybe even be penis washers in the bathroom too because if anything needs to be washed after peeing on a man it's the penis so just get like little holes you stick in and it just spritzes a little antiseptic on it or something. Yeah. Like, that. like a like a little like a little glory hole you just go in. <laughs> that sounds like it would sting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's an imperfect system. We'll work out the kinks. It later is an imperfect on, system. There, there's some merit to the idea. Um so my last my final question before we sign off and then quickly talk about what the uh punishment should be for our fantasy football this time. Kalen, uh so Dean talked about how you both wanted to propose to each other. So is there a uh, timetable? Like, do you think this potentially could happen before the end of the year? Or do you not even want to say it because you don't want to ruin the surprise at all? No, it, it definitely will happen before the end of the year. The problem is Dean is so hard to track down. So like my plan to make this extravagant, elaborate proposal is just like quickly... I'm realizing is just unrealistic because he has a golf tournament. He's going here. He's like always doing stuff. And I've like tried to make a plan without giving it away that I'm like trying to plan the proposal. So I think it might be a little bit lamer than what I'm anticipating, but it will be before the end of the year. She's flying out a photographer for a random engagement shoot in December. I would be shocked if it was. No, it's definitely not that. Yeah, definitely. No, that's in January. It's happening before the end of the year. Oh, right, right, right. Right. You know, one of my favorite characteristics about myself is I'm hard to pin down. <laughs> so good luck pinning me down for this engagement because a gathering stone don't or a rolling stone don't gather any moss. So they say. Hmm. I don't, I'm sorry. Now I was thinking I was daydreaming about like all the ways she could propose. I was thinking of like because golf is so important to you. Not I hope I don't even <laughs> want to say it because I don't want to blow up her spot if this is even a possibility. But like somehow you put a ball in on like the 18th hole and you go to reach in and then like there's a ring there i wanted to do something golf related but he was like i don't want to be known as the golf guy i do cooler stuff than that i, oh, I don't want to be known don't as- want to be known as a golf guy i there are times <laughs> you, you there are times where i play golf like like four or five times in a week and after i look i don't know what the week i look back on the week and i'm like wow i did nothing this week and I have nothing to be proud of. I shot 95 every day this week, and I am so upset, and I never want to play golf again. And then the next week comes around, and I'm like, oh, man, all I want to do is play golf. But I don't want to be known as a golf guy, you know? I want to be known as, like, the cool skydiving, rock climbing, mountain climbing, cool guy. So Yeah, yeah Ashley sometimes wonders why I play sports, because I'll be in a bad mood afterwards. She's like, do you even enjoy playing? I'm like, yes, but when I don't play well, it ruins my day. And then I usually don't play well because I'm not good. Um, So quickly before we sign off on this podcast, uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for sharing your story. And and Kaylin, thank you for sharing the true side of the story and not Dean's alternate side of it. 
Um, but uh, congratulations to you both. It's so exciting. Um, I'm very excited to hear, Caitlin, what you have in store for your proposal. And um, yeah, you guys are just both awesome people. So congratulations. It's very exciting. And before we sign off, uh, Dean and I are playing each other in fantasy football. This week is the annual Help I Suck at Dating football off, if you will. I'm four and four in the league. Dean, what the hell's your (laughs) record? Four and four. We're both four and four. I think I'm four and four. yeah. Yeah. So we both suck. Um, we're also, do you know who else is four? God, there's so many people who are four and four in this league. Tanner's four and four. Chris Randone is four and four. Jason Tartik is four and four. Nick is three and five. He sucks. Joe, do you know what grocery store Joe's record is? One and seven. It's probably pretty bad. I think he's pretty consistently bad. Oh my God. Do you know who number one is? Do you know who's leading? Well, so Michael, Michael A is tied. So it's Michael A, Ben. And Bennett, if you remember Bennett from, um, I don't know, uh, Tasha's season. It was Claire and yeah, Tasha's season. He was, um, yeah, they're all in first place. Holy shit. Anyway, so. No, Bennett. No, Bennett is the executive producer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bennett. It's the executive producer. Yeah, that's Bennett. Bennett was like, the, he's been like the EP for like years and years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Bennett, Bennett. Yeah, never mind. I'm losing my mind. Anywho. Um, all right, so we do yeah. have uh, to figure okay. out, like, what's our punishment going to be? Uh, maybe Kalen can think of something. So Jared and I are playing each other this week in fantasy football. What could uh, the loser, what happens to the loser? Um, I really liked what Mark had to do, your friend Mark, for losing fantasy football. That was, that was for losing the entire season, though. What was it? What we made, we uh, in our fantasy football league, we made the loser. He had to reshoot uh, ESPN The Body magazine issue. So he's like naked with a football, like you're doing a funny football pose. There is no way I'm showcasing any part of my body. No, not for a single, no, no. I agree, not for a single game. A punishment for a single game has to be a lot more lighthearted than that. Our other one is, it's pretty, uh, in our other league, same league actually that the guy did the ESPN The Body issue. I don't love this punishment very much, especially because I'm in last place, but loser has to spend 24 hours in an IHOP and every pancake you eat deducts one hour from your stay and it's just a little it's a little played out i think too many people are doing that one but um 24 i want maybe we can have the listeners uh that's nothing what the the pancake thing hold on so if you're telling me so if i get a stack if i don't because i knowing i lost the season i would go in starving i would not have eaten anything that's where i'd start my 24 hours and a stack of pancakes if i ordered I know six pancakes is a lot, but I could eat six pancakes in one sitting if I was really hungry. Okay, so that's 18 hours. And then I just spend two more hours. Like, I bring my laptop. <laughs> I work for two hours. So what am I down to now? 16? Oh, shit. And I have to <laughs> eat another hours. six fucking pancakes, and then I'm still 10 hours? <laughs> See, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long-ass day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. I think I would get there, get to IHOP at like 5 a.m. and just down like six pancakes, like you said, uh, and then do my best to eat like maybe six more, and then that way I'll be out of there by dinner time. That's kind of the. That's like the. It sucks because I'm two and six in that league, well behind everyone. I auto drafted because I was in Nepal during the draft, two QB league, and I auto drafted Zach Wilson 
and Carson Wentz. And I'm like, oh, I cannot believe ESPN auto drafts me the two worst quarterbacks in a two quarterback league. I'm two and six. It's unbelievable. Um, but email us what you guys think our punishment should be, Jared and I, or DM us. Uh, you can email us, I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com, or simply follow us on Instagram, help underscore I underscore suck underscore at underscore dating. <laughs> That's harder to say than I expected it to be. DM us what you think the punishment should be. Um, I think I'm projected to beat Jared, so make the punishment as projections mean nothing yeah i agree i agree but uh that's gonna do it for this week's episode uh like i said we're recording live from the galapagos islands here off the coast of ecuador so i'm sorry if our audio wasn't the best and there has been a bit of a delay so it's kind of why there might be some awkward pauses but thank you so much for listening to this episode of help i suck at dating if you want more of just this exquisite content why don't you jump over to true crime reality and listen to kaylin Talk to who's your first guest going to be Teddy Mellencamp about some true crime reality um, uh, stuff that's happened to her. So let's flip over to that and then uh, tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.